don't lift up your robe when you're going or sitting amongst the houses. Right? Pretty basic. This is Buddhist Books Podcast, episode 149, Chipitaka, part 83, I hope. Um, so you know what that means. That means next time is going to be episode 150, which will be one of the Padmasambhava episodes. So that's fun. Our special guest today, I'm fairly certain, is Amitabha, Amitabha Buddha, who uh, folks who are part of Mahayana Buddhism will be familiar with, as well as those of Vajrayana Buddhism and indeed Chan or Zen. Uh, but Theravada, not so much. Um, they just pretty much have Lord Buddha, the disciples, and, uh, and Maitreya. Um, but pre-sectarian early Buddhism, they don't even have Maitreya. It's just all about Lord Buddha, and by that I mean Siddhartha Gautama, Shakyamuni Buddha, right? Uh, so, yes, um, Amitabha here... You might have seen as a guest before in this form, or this form, or this form, or indeed this form. But today, it's this form. Um, this, I believe, is about a hundred-year-old statue. The, um, the Sikh family that ran the Tibetan Buddhist store in Darjeeling, it happens, uh, told me that this was Medicine Buddha. But I'm pretty sure that this is um, Amitabha Buddha. Medicine Buddha usually has the, uh, the plant growing next to him, like this, who is supposed to be Ratnasambhava, but it's not Ratnasambhava. You can tell because of the plant. That is Medicine Buddha. So uh, we're going to say that this is Amitabha Buddha. If there are any experts in um, Buddhist iconography who would like to clarify anything I may have gotten uh, a little wanky there, feel free to do so. So, I don't know what's coming up next. Um, we did the confessions last time and we finished them, so I'm just going to dive right in. You probably know better than I do, based on the title of the episode or the opening credits uh, what we're reading today. But, but first, I wanted to mention, um, aside from, you know, this is the third episode on the new channel. So for those of you on YouTube, if you don't mind subscribing to the new channel, Buddhist Books Podcast. Also, I've recently revamped the Buddhist Books uh, 
website, which is on edwardreeb.com. That's E-D-W-A-R-D hyphen, or dash, if you will, R-E-I-B.com. From there, just click Podcasts and Buddhist Books, and you will find there the 10 most recent episodes. And just below that, you'll find six or six chapters and then the special episodes section. So I've uh, put all the, the five Padmasambhava recitals that we've done so far in, you know, I'm calling that chapter six, even though it's not coming after Tipitaka, but kind of interwoven within, um, you know, for those who are just watching the main feed. There's, of course, the separate podcast called Tipitaka, which some of you might be hearing me on. Um, and so, yeah, so on that Buddhist Books website, if you're a scholar or, you know, you're in, in school or you're in training and you are supposed to read Nisagya 4 or, you know, Sangha Bisesa 6 or something, you know, for a test tomorrow and you'd like to hear me ramble about it, um, maybe in lieu of reading, though you should read it as well, Mr. or Mrs., Miss, whatever they, um, is there a title for that? Uh, so yeah, you can go to edwardreeb.com, podcast Buddhist books, scroll down, click Tipitaka, and find exactly the scripture you are looking for. Uh, find the rule um, that you're looking for, and you know you can also hear my thoughts about it as well. You can find out which of my little miniatures um, are used to represent the characters spoken about in the um, story that results in the rule. Or you can uh, you, you can say, oh, there was that one where he was like, ah! in the uh, thumbnail, you know, or, 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 mm, or, mm, ah! or looking outside thoughtfully. <clears throat> you can scroll that way and, you know, so either by name or image, you can uh, select the episode. Or you can go, you know, to the other chapters. If you want to hear the Lotus Sutra recitals, it's embarrassing. Um, I was having a hard time with the Lotus Sutra, but the, the one called Pali Scriptures is just sort of amusing, really, more than anything. That's a lot of just me talking about my background interspliced between like readings of these very scholarly, dry, bird's eye view histories about the Pali Scriptures, not so much Poly scriptures themselves. That's what we're doing now in uh, the Tipitaka um, section that we're on part 83 of. Um, and then there's the Dhammapada, which was how this whole thing got started, was the, the six episodes in which I read the little, you know, Dhammapada that kind of everybody has a copy of. So um, that's it for the preamble. If this is your first time seeing me, Go ahead and click here. That'll take you to the Tipitaka playlist. Better to start with episode one rather than episode 83. You get kind of the setup for the rules, and then you get into the first rule, which is a really juicy one in more ways than one. That's gross. Um, all right. So I will go ahead and get started with the reading. I wonder what it will be. You might also notice that I remembered to open the shade today, so there's more uh, sunlight coming in where it was shaded before, there was more light behind me. Anyway, lighting, what can you do? All right, so here we go. Bracket parentheses, good place to start. 
These rules for training, venerable ones, come up for recitation. End bracket parentheses. At that time, the enlightened one, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anatta Pindika's monastery. Now, at that time, the group of six monks. What are they up to now? Uh, those who are watching the video version of the podcast will note that the cow is back. Uh, he's no longer being replaced by um, a goat. Anyway, so the six monks, the infamous six dressed with the inner robe hanging down in front and behind. People, three dots, spread it about, saying, quote, How can these recluses, sons of the Sakyans, dress with the inner robe hanging down in front and behind, just like householders who enjoy the pleasures of the senses? End quote. Monks heard these people who, three dots, spread it about. Those who were modest monks, three dots, spread it about, saying, quote, How can this group of six monks dress with the inner robe hanging down in front and behind? Then, end quote, then these monks told this matter to the Lord. Then the Lord, on this occasion, in this connection, bracket parentheses, having given reason to talk, end bracket parentheses. Why? I know it's a new, new thing being used in the same way that the regular parentheses were used before. Anyway, probably not important. Um, square brackets in text, it says in the footnote. Well, thank you. I, I could see with my eyes. Having had the order of monks convened, oh, in the text. What? Anyway, having had the order of monks convened, questioned the group of six monks, saying, quote, Is it true, as is said, that you, monks, dressed with the inner robe hanging down in front and behind? End quote. Quote, It is true, Lord. End quote. The enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked them, saying, quote, How can you, foolish men, dress with the inner robe hanging down in front and behind? It is not, foolish men, for pleasing those who are not, parentheses yet, and parentheses pleased, three dots. And thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. Quote again, without an end quote from the previous quote. Within the quote, a quote within quotes. Somebody needs to do a little more proofreading, Miss Horner. <clears throat> I will dress with the inner robe all round, parentheses, me, and parentheses, end quote within quotes, is a training to be observed, end quote. The inner robe should be dressed in parentheses going and parentheses all around, all round one for covering the circle of the navel, the circles of the knees, 
Whoever out of disrespect dresses with an inner robe hanging down in front or behind, there is an offense of wrongdoing. Hmm, are we in the wrongdoings now? The, the chapter section is just called training. All right. There is no offense if it is unintentional, if he is not thinking, if he does not know, if he is ill, if there are accidents, if he is mad, if he is the first wrongdoer. And then it just goes right on to the next one. Okay, I think these are wrongdoings. Hmm. Like the, the lowest level of infraction. Okay. Um, three dots in Anatapindika's monastery. So... At that time, the enlightened one, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anattapindika's monastery. Now, at that time, the group of six monks put on the upper robe hanging down in front and behind. Oh, okay, so the next to training, there's a footnote, and the footnote says, Sekhya Dhamma, rules for good behavior or etiquette the rules regarding matters connected with discipline. So I will go ahead and uh, call this Sakya Dhamma, and then one through however many of these we read. They're not numbered, though. They're just sort of listed. So, all right. Now, at that time, the group of six monks put on the upper robe hanging down in front and behind. Three dots, quote, three dots, Quote then quotes, I will put on the upper robe all round me, and quote then quotes, is a training to be observed, end quote. The upper robe should be put on all round one having made both edges level. Whoever out of disrespect puts on an upper robe hanging down in front or behind, there is an offensive wrongdoing. There is no offense, three dots, if he is the first wrongdoer. So that whole thing where people noticed and said, hey, that's disrespectful, then the monks noticed and said, hey, and they told the Lord, and the Lord said, is it true that you had your robe hanging in front of behind? Then he said, okay, now let's get that. So that's all written there, but the Polytech Society and their, let's just say, finite wisdom have, uh, you know, thank you, thank you, Polytech Society, as always. Um, have decided to replace a lot of that with three dots just for the sake of moving through it quickly. A uh, benefit which I am completely undoing with this explanation. And then there is no offense at three dots, and then in those three dots are the usual. If it is unintentional, if he is not thinking, if he does not know, if he is ill, if there are accidents, if he is mad. And then they include if he is the first wrongdoer. Right? Makes sense. So we'll call that Sekia Dhamma 1 and 2. Let's move on to 3. Three dots in Anattapindika's monastery. You know what's happening there, right? At that time, the Lord was staying, the enlightened one was staying in Anattapindika's monastery. It's at Savati in the Jetta Grove. Okay, now at that time, the group of six monks, always these guys, always, um, having uncovered their bodies, went amidst the houses. <clears throat> Parentheses, instead of went, read, in chapter four, sat down. What? Uh, end parentheses, three dots, quote, three dots. Quote within quotes, properly clad, I will go, parentheses, sit down, and parentheses, amidst the houses. And quote within quotes, is a training to be observed. So that appears to be the third one. One should go sit down amidst the houses properly clad. 
Whoever, I sit down as in parentheses, whoever out of disrespect having uncovered the body goes, parentheses, sits down, and parentheses, amidst the houses, there is an offensive wrongdoing. Um, right. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know if they're condensing two rules into one by putting parentheses. Anyway, okay, there is no offense if it is unintentional, if he is not thinking, if he does not know, if he is ill. Um, in chapter four, it is added here, if he has gone into residence for the rains, and parentheses. If there are accidents, if he is mad, if he is the first wrongdoer. Okay, so I think that's three and four just shoved into one. In the fourth one, it's saying what the differences are, like that. Okay, so that was three and four. Oh, they're numbered. How how nice. Um, all right, three dots in Anatopindika's monastery. The Lord was staying, right? Savati, Jetta's group. Now at that time, the group of six monks, making play with hand and foot, went amidst the houses. Parentheses, instead of went, read in chapter six, sat down. Okay, and parentheses. So in number five, it's went, and in number six, it sat down. Three dots, quote, three dots. Quote within quotes, well controlled, I will go, parentheses, or sit down in the other one, right? And parentheses, this is sort of a little obnoxious, but we'll keep going. Amidst the houses, and quote within quotes, is a training to be observed. One should go, parentheses, sit down, and parentheses, the parentheses alluding to rule number six, where without the parentheses, it's rule number five. Obnoxious. Um, amidst the houses, well controlled. Whoever out of disrespect making play with hand or foot goes or sits down on the other one. Amidst the houses, there is an offensive wrongdoing. It, there is no offense if it is unintentional, if he is not thinking, if he does not know, if he is ill, if he is mad, if he is the first wrongdoer. So that was five and six condensed into one. Next. Three dots in Anatapindika's monastery. Now at that time, the group of six monks looking about here and there went, that's seven, and then in eight, sat down, right? Amidst the houses, three dots, quote, three dots, quote, then quotes, with the eyes cast down, I will go, in seven, in eight, sit down, right? Amidst the houses, and quote, then quotes, is a training to be observed, and quote, ah, Ah, so fans of the 1970s David Carradine hit Kung Fu in reference to the line... Remember always that a wise man walks with his head bowed, humble like the dust. Can uh, say that that line from that TV show is a reference to the seventh and eighth um, rule for good behavior or etiquette, or Sekia Dhamma in the original Pali, from the Tipitaka. Wow! We can fill that one in on our big board of movie and TV references to rules in Buddhism that we can find in the Tipitaka, I guess. That's, that's a new thing, a new board we've just invented. By we, I mean me. Okay. Cool. So, yes, the wise one walks with his eyes cast down until he meets that, like, 
cowboy guy who gives him the sun necklace, who tells him, You know, you walk too much with your head down. You have to keep your eyes up toward the sun. And then he decides to go with this random cowboy's advice rather than his, uh, his mentor back in Shaolin Temple. All right, I'll just keep reading, shall I? Um, enough silliness. One should go, that's in seven, sit down in eight, amidst the houses with the eyes cast down, looking only a plow's, parentheses, distance ahead and parentheses. Whoever out of disrespect, looking about here and there, goes, parentheses, sits down, that's in the eighth, right? Goes in the seventh, sits down in the eighth. Amidst the houses, there is an offensive wrongdoing. There is no offense if it is unintentional, if he is not thinking, if he does not know, if he is ill, if there are accidents, if he is mad, if he is the first wrongdoer. Cheers. Today, YouTube. Tomorrow. The day after tomorrow. Right, yeah, of course. But before that, the world. No. I think that's a Hitler quote. Let's avoid those, shall we? Yes. <sighs> Got enough of that going around with yay and all. Okay. Three dots. In Anatapindika's monastery... Now at that time, the group of six monks, lifting up, parentheses, their robes, and parentheses, went, parentheses, sat down, and parentheses, amidst the houses. Three dots, quote, three dots. So went is rule nine, sat down is rule ten. Quote within quotes, not lifting up, parentheses, the robes, and parentheses, will I go, for rule nine, sit down, for rule ten, Amidst the houses, and quote within quotes, is a training to be observed. Don't lift up your robe when you're going or sitting amongst the houses. Right? Pretty basic. End quote. One should not go, parentheses, sit down, end parentheses, nine and ten, right? Among the houses with, parentheses, the robe, and parentheses, lift it up. Whoever out of disrespect, having lifted up, parentheses, the robe, and parentheses, on one side or on both, goes, parentheses, sits down, and parentheses, amidst the houses, there is an offense of wrongdoing. There is no offense if it is unintentional, if he is not thinking, if he does not know, if he is ill. In chapter 10, it is added here, if he has gone into residence for the rains. So if you go into the residence for the rains, you can lift up your skirt. That's fun. And parentheses, if there are accidents, if he is mad, if he is the first wrongdoer, the first division, that on all round. Cool. All right. Well, that's nine wrongdoings in one division, or no, ten wrongdoings, the first division of wrongdoings. Um, that we just did in one episode. <sighs> oh, I wasn't thinking, and I am mad. I don't need to confess because it's not one of the rules of confession, but I'm guilty of a wrongdoing. But I am the first wrongdoer. No, I am not the first wrongdoer. I've wrongdone before, no doubt. Okay, um, any questions? That was, that was a little bit fun, wasn't it? 
I think it was. So, um, yes, next time we will uh, pick up where we left off with the recitals of the life and liberation of Padmasambhava, if you're on the main Buddhist books podcast. If you're on Tipitaka, then we'll pick up after that with uh, Tipitaka part 84. All right. Um, just uh, to share uh, something a little bit personal, yesterday we had our meeting with the government here in India and submitted all our documents and had our interview and all this good stuff. And fingers crossed, everything seems to be going well toward me getting my partial citizenship, which is sort of a thing here in India. After seven years, I can renounce my American citizenship and become a full citizen of India if I want to. We'll see. We'll cross that bridge when it becomes available. But for now, at least I can become an OCI and not have to renew my visa every year and everything on account of I'm married to an Indian woman. For those who didn't know, that's us uh, a few years ago over in ISKCON, the uh, Hare Krishna temple down the street. There's a park near where we live, and uh, you can, yeah, it's literally one minute, one minute walk from my front gate here. Uh, you get into the park, and there's a path that goes toward uh, the Hare Krishna temple. There's a path that goes toward Starbucks. You can guess which one I usually take. There's a path that goes toward the Bihai temple, the famous lotus temple. And then there's a path that goes to a Sikh temple and a path that goes to a Buddhist temple. So it's it's a very Indian uh, park, you might say, here in uh, New Delhi. So, all right. Thank you, Amitabha, for your presence here today. Thank you, I guess, to the six monks for playing around with your hands and feet and wearing your robes improperly so that we could get these rules of etiquette based on your lack of it. Okay, so um, I will go ahead and close with the usual prayer, and uh, we'll go from there. To the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us and to the spirits below, we send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace. Aum. Until next time.